This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. I, I was there at Virginia. I just felt like I was at home. You know, Hef was my offensive line coach at uh, Stanford, and I was super comfortable with him there. And I'm really excited to be with him at Virginia now because, you know, we've worked with each other. We have that bond and that relationship that we grew over the years when I was there. And, uh, it's something I'm really excited to be able to work with again and to be able to be with him and uh, reconnect is a really cool opportunity. Just being around the guys, getting to spend time with, uh, you know, a lot of the offensive linemen was really special for me because it's all about fit. You know, you want to make sure that you're happy where you're at and, uh, it, you know, being with the right type of guys will make sure that that's an easy process for you. So that was a big time, a big time um, reason why I chose Virginia. And then uh, getting to meet with Coach Elliott and, uh, and, Coach Kitchens and all the guys was just a really, really special opportunity to be able to hear what they have to say, what they think about the state of the program, where they're heading, and what they're building. I think the team culture there is really strong. It was a young team last year, and uh, uh, it's just a really special opportunity to be able to hop in on something that is already in the making right now and to be able to help that uh, help Virginia ultimately win an ACC championship. You know, I, we're after – Big time titles, and uh, just felt like the right place for me to be from a from a personal standpoint and a team standpoint. And that was Drake Metcalf talking about why he committed to the Virginia Cavaliers after he officially visited UVA a few weeks back. Hi everyone, it's nice to be back. I'm Jack Franchilli for a while. It was 24 seven, and here with the new episode of the Good Old Podcast, our first episode in a very long time. Which I am sorry that we have not been able to do a podcast in quite a while it's been a hectic second half of the season not only with the covering the team with basketball starting with recruiting picking up portal news changing um also us being understaffed in the podcast department so it's been a little bit hectic hopefully we'll be able to do more episodes here i'm not going to promise anything until we can get things sorted but we're hoping to get these going again with me not having to uh travel as much now uh, for basketball since I don't go on the road with basketball until tournament time. So it's a little bit easier um, on the schedule as well. But it's been busy for Virginia and the staff um, as far as the recruiting and being aggressive on the trail. We've been covering a lot of it on Wahoo's 24-7. And if you're a subscriber, you can see that what we've been covering with the portal, all the intrigue on the prospective guys that, to watch and how those things move so quickly, they can 
be on the road getting an in-home visit and get an offer and then get them on grounds and then just kind of seal the deal or they could have another guy high in their board that guy commits on their first visit and they have to go to number two number three so things move pretty quickly when it comes to the portal so virginia is definitely one that's trying to move aggressively and if you're not a wahoo's 24 7 subscriber we are running a 50 percent off deal for annual vip holders um so you can go ahead there and subscribe as well so Let's talk a little bit about where things stand on the recruiting front. So the best way to do that is if you're a Wahoo 7, 24-7 subscriber, I always start with what the bigger picture is and what the scholarship chart starts off with. So right now, um, and if you're on YouTube, you can see the start, but I have this scholarship chart on our site and it's constantly being updated because as you get more commitments or more attrition, you're going to have more changes. It's separated by years of eligibility of four years left, three years left, two years left, one year left. And then incoming recruits for high school. The transfers are in red. Um, so right now, Virginia is at 79 scholarships. You're maxed out at 85. So technically, they have six openings left. I have a feeling that there might be more attrition or possible attrition over the course of the next few months. I say, of course, for the few months, because obviously not only does the transfer window still have a couple weeks left, but there's also the spring window. So I still see a couple of movements there. That's uh, entirely up in the air as of right now. So right now they're at 79. Again, I can see things changing when it comes to that. Virginia was able to pick up a few commitments. We heard from Drake Metcalf. Uh, Chris Terry was their first big portal win. He's a former Thomas Dale athlete, Richmond, Virginia native. Uh, coming from Notre Dame, a wide receiver, a very talented guy that is very versatile. <coughs> a guy that kind of fits what you're missing in uh, Malik Washington. Then Tyler Neville, a Harvard tight end, transferring to Virginia. He chose Virginia over other offers like South Carolina and UCLA. So a big get, big win for them. Another in-state guy they're bringing back home. Kind of Well, you kind of saw the pattern last year was when he went to the portal, they went after a couple in-state guys. So that's what they're going to be trying to aim for. And then Corey Thomas Jr., he's the guy who's coming from Akron. He played safety there, but kind of the hybrid linebacker safety role. Virginia sees that in the same way. Kind of, if you, you saw what Lex Long was going to be before injury, kind of playing close to the box, that's what you would see with Corey Thomas. So that is also a big pickup. Uh, obviously, I mentioned Drake Metcalf. He's another guy that Virginia focused in pretty early. Terry Herfman visited him, I believe, on the first day he was on the road in Orlando. He's from UCF. Again, they have the ties from being back at Stanford together. So he was definitely someone that UVA kind of hold on and kind of went after pretty quickly in the portal. So Virginia is top targets. You know, Chris Terry, Tyler Neville, Drake Metcalf. One could argue those were three that they highlighted pretty quickly. And then Kendron Smith, um, their safety pledge uh, that they picked up uh, last week after he officially visited midweek. He was on grounds even before the season ended. He visited unofficially in that game against Virginia Tech. Didn't pick up an offer then, but he picked up an offer late later on when he unofficially visited, officially visited, excuse me, Virginia. So a lot of these guys, Virginia kind of highlighted pretty early in the process. They're still waiting on a couple of decisions. Now, Virginia, if you've been following uh, recruiting and what's been going on for them, they've been involved in several different wide receivers as well. Obviously, they picked up Chris Tyrese pledge, but I can see them picking up one or two more transfers in the portal. Obviously, Andrew Green, a UNC wide receiver, again, a Richmond native, playing his high school ball at St. Christopher's. 
is a guy that people want to talk about. Obviously, he's visited, officially visited UVA this past weekend, officially visited Penn State as well, where former UVA wide receivers coach Marcus Hagans also recruited him in high school. So that's the storylines there. But you also have Trail Harris, a very talented receiver out of Kent State that I think Virginia fans should know as well because I think he's also a guy that's considering UVA quite quite a lot, actually. I think Cal Berkeley is another team that he's, he's looking at pretty closely, but also Michigan State. So I think Virginia is involved with both of them. I can see a scenario where they take both. I can see a scenario where they take one. So I, I think that's something to monitor for UVA moving forward. But again, they're, they're wanting to get a wide receiver. They're still trying to bolster that secondary. I think when you look at the secondary, I, they're not going to be happy with just one DB pledge out of the portal. They're still going after corners. You saw that late offer last week to Michael Robinson, the former corner. I think you're going to see some movement there because there's still one more chance to get these guys on grounds in January before those mid-year enrollees get on ground. So that's going to be a key first official visit weekend for those transfers. And obviously you have the spring portal and that there's, all, there's already people lining up visiting in the second half of January and February. So those guys can possibly look because some of these guys who enter the portal aren't going to be mid-year enrollees. Some of these guys are going to be coming in at the end of spring, that May, June, early enrollees. So, so some of these guys, you can wait a little bit longer to get on grounds because you have the uh, flexibility of just focusing in on those guys that are mid-year, early enrollees. So that's kind of the gist of the transfer portal. I think Virginia is going to also focus on possibly getting another tight end in addition to Neville. Um, I highly expect them to be recruiting. I mean, they've lost on to one transfer that decided to commit to Louisville. He officially visited Tanner Goziel. But I think they're still going to want to add one more tight end, especially when you lose Sackett Wood and Grant Mish. So you lose two veterans like that. And Joshua Rawlings also entered the transfer portal. So you're going to want to have more bodies in that room. Another position that right now, you don't they don't really have much going on on the board technically which is offensive line, but it wouldn't shock me if they try to get a tackle or they might see if there's an other O-line available and maybe even a D-line available. I don't think they're going to focus much on edge rushers at the moment because of the unexpected returns of Cam Butler, who was able to get approved of the NCAA waiver and Chico Bennett. But I think those are some of the things to watch um, for Virginia as they kind of move forward here in the transfer portal. So a lot of still moving pieces. They worked hard. They were aggressive on the portal. They were aggressive on the visits, but there's still work to be done. And that those are some of the guys that we're monitoring right now. If you want to name is Trail Harris, Andre Green, are your two big names that we're watching as of right now and Michael Robinson on the defensive front. So we'll have more names. Again, if you follow us along with me, we have a transporter tracker that trackers all the public offers, all the names to know that do not have public offers, but names to know. Um, who's committed to Virginia? Who are the ones that offer to commit it elsewhere where the visits are happening? Well, who's you coming to Virginia? Who's staying at Virginia? Who's departing from Virginia? All that's in our transfer portal tracker on Wahoo's 24-7. It is actually pinned on our front page. Um, so you can just go click on a story and get updated on some of the big top headlines as well. And then if you're a subscriber, we have a lot of the information for our VIP subscribers. We have our transfer tea sessions. Um, on a daily basis almost, and we'll have another transfer tee actually probably later this afternoon on Monday when we get more information on Green's visit to Virginia and where things stand with him since things are a little bit quiet on that front as we kind of head forward on, uh, on the last few days here for early signing day, although transfers don't have to sign an early signing 
So that's also something of note when it comes to transfers. That's a lot of stuff, a lot of information I threw at you for 11 minutes. So we're going to take a quick break. And on the way back, we're going to talk about high school recruiting because not only is Virginia focused on the portal, but they're also focused on high school recruiting. So we'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And welcome back to the Good Old Podcast. I'm Jack Franchilli for Wahoo's 24-7. The first half of the show was a lot about what is to expect in the transfer portal because that's what the big news is, right? It's about who's coming in in the transfers and what's next for UVA. On Wednesday, I know it's hard to understand with all the stuff going on and it feels like we're not focused on high school recruiting as much, but there is the early signing day period, which is a big deal for high school recruits. Virginia was able to sign a number of players on the, on that on will be able to sign a number of players on that day. They currently have a dozen commits as I am recording this at 1.23 p.m. on Monday. I am saying this as precise as possible because we have a, two crystal balls in for Cam Courtney, Brian Doan, and myself. Both are confident that Virginia is the favorite in landing Cam Courtney. He's a talented, versatile athlete from Freedom High School who was on a visit to Virginia when he decided to reopen his recruitment and decommit from Indiana, who went through a coaching search um, and is now where Kurt Sinietti, former JMU head coach, is currently the coach there. So it's always, you can read the tea leaves in, in a lot of recruitment. And he did not visit Indiana after the coaching change. He did visit Virginia. Um, and he decommitted during his Virginia visit. UVA has been on him quite a lot. He was one of the guys that Virginia had recruited and offered at DB. When UVA was recruiting the DB position, they had a, a few of them visit over the summer, and they actually filled up those slots rather quickly. So Cameron Courtney did not have space in the class as a DB. So they both kind of mutually went their separate ways. In the fall... Um, Virginia was still recruiting them as you should, as you always recruit guys, especially in state. They went to Freedom High School's game. They were at the playoff game um, as well. So they still continued Cam McCourtney, but he's a versatile athlete and made some noise out of wide receiver. So Virginia still recruited him and then offered him at wide receiver. So then they had him on grounds this past weekend. So now we're just waiting and seeing what happens with that. Um, I would be surprised if the decision doesn't come before early signing day. So that's why, again, at Monday, now it's 1.24 p.m., uh, 1.25 p.m. on Monday as I'm recording. 
Uh, we're still waiting word on Cameron Courtney and what's next for him. So, but again, he's got two crystal ball picks in for Virginia. So we're feeling pretty confident that the class for high school for Virginia is going to be up for uh, 13. So a Baker's dozen. Um, as far as the storylines for this class heading in, I mean, the good news for Virginia, you have six early enrollees in this class for UVA. Six guys who are able to enroll in January and participate in spring, including guys that are in the trenches, including guys that are being in the offensive and defensive fronts, which are which is huge for UVA. So you have the guys who will be early enrolling are Thomas Dales, Ethan Minter. So he's a versatile athlete. They're looking at him at safety, but he has played quarterback for his high school team. Offensive lineman Grant Ellinger, linebacker Miles Brown, safety Keyshawn Adams, and then you got two edge rushers in Jewett Hayes and Chase Morrison. Jewett Hayes and Chase Morrison are two guys that UVA is really excited about, and I think they're pretty underrated. Other guys that UVA is excited about is defensive tackle Tyler Simmons from the state of Florida. He's another one that I think UVA did a good job recruiting. Uh, Kansas State got him on grounds, uh, got him on campus for an unofficial visit over the fall, but UVA was able to recruit him. They did a good job. I've got a ceiling to deal. Kevin Downing stepped in and went to one of his games towards the last part of the season. Then also uh, Tony Elliott had an in-home visit prior to um, early signing day as well. So they were able to seal that deal pretty well, even with some late interest there from Kansas State, which is a team that he was interested in during the year as well. So again, uh, Tyler Simmons is a good one for Virginia. Um, John Rogers is currently the highest ranked recruit in this class. I think Virginia did a great job evaluating John Rogers. I think he's probably the most underrated guy in this class. I think the issue for him and his recruitment and why things didn't pick up for him is because a lot of coaches weren't sure where he fit in and where they could see his college career going, what, what position he fit in best. Um, tight end was a position that Virginia saw him as. And I think it was a period between three weeks, I think, between uh, reaching out, offer, unofficial, and commitment. I think it was like three or four weeks. I think it was rather quickly. I remember talking to John when he picked up the UVA offer. He unofficially visited Virginia, and then he committed on the same day. So it happened pretty quickly. So John is one that they really, really are excited to land as well. So for them, what's next? So if you watched Virginia football last season, you saw that there was depth concerns. And it's something that we've talked about for Virginia was their margin of error. That is very, very small. And a lot of that is to do because they don't have playable depth. What does that mean? It means that there are no players that have the experience that is willing, that they're able to play right away. There are a lot of the guys are talented, but they also need time to develop into their talent, develop their skills and technique ready for the college game. Some of these guys like Caleb Hardy is a very talented, talented DB, but he's learning by fire. He's learning on the go. So I think that's something that Virginia notices and you need to get better depth because when you get injured, when you get injuries, you need to have guys ready to go. And Virginia right now doesn't have that playable depth. And it's one of the things is there's imbalance. Now, if you looked at, I'm going to bring up the scholarship chart again. One of the things that you want to have as a coach is the ability to have good balance on your roster. Virginia did not have that. Now they're trying to get that. I think the... Um, I think the recruitment in the trenches was something that you saw a little bit of that imbalance. But also you had a lot of guys that were athletes coming into the program. So when you have a lot of athletes coming into the program, you kind of have to fill them in a lot of holes. 
Um, and so, so it's hard to kind of fit. For example, Davis Lane, who's currently listed on safety in my scholarship chart, is now being seen at possibly as a wide receiver. And he came into the program as a quarterback. So you could see where you try to mold these guys into different positions, seeing where they fit, which is at what they should do. Like Delaney Crawford came as quarterback. You're seeing him at wide receiver. But because they come in at one position, they move the other, you create a little bit of imbalance. So right now, Virginia only has two scholarship guys at quarterback, Tony Musket and Anthony Colandrea. So this is where Virginia is still trying to balance out the roster. That, that's why the portal is so important because in the portal, you get to get guys that can be kind of that band-aid approach like Chris Tyree, Tyler Neville, um, Drake Metcalf, Corey Thomas, Kendrick Smith. Those guys can help fill those holes rather quickly because, for example, Carson Gay, he's a good pass-catching tight end, but how is his blocking? That's something that he still needs to improve. So and then you got Takai Kirby and John Rogers who needs a little bit more time to just get adjusted to the college game, grow your bodies, go through that strength and conditioning program with Coach Smell. So that's what you need. So that's that's what they're getting. The transporter allows you to do that. So, um, and then with Drake Metcalf, what you get and Brian Stevens. So if Brian Stevens comes back, what you get is you have him possibly a center. Drake Metcalf plays center and guard. So if Brian Stevens, who did a great job this year, I think he is one of the most underrated guys on this team he's the most uh, i say underrated because i feel like people don't appreciate what brian stevens did this year he was the second highest athlete in general on uva's roster among the best centers in fbs i think top 10 top 15 um and he never played center i mean he played maybe one game in high school he played center and he played center for uva and stabilized this roster at center so um brian stevens he can move back to guard and Drew Metcalf can probably go there in center. So again, that's what, what they're doing. And I think when you move forward, you're going to see them possibly looking for at least one, uh, at least a quarterback, either high school or transfer. You're going to see them possibly at a tight end. If you notice here, you got one year left on Tyler Neville, then Carson Gay and Takai Kirby, John Rogers. So you might want a guy that's maybe two years eligibility left, maybe three years eligibility left to kind of fill in that gap there. You probably will see, one more tackle that's probably what I would guess maybe a guard I mean I could see them going after another lineman um I think they're they're trying to get that balance um so I think they're good I think maybe maybe they might even consider a, another center but I think right now I think they might look at it kind of see what positions out there um as far as edge rushers I think they're getting that balance if you notice you've got McCabe Buchanan and you got two guys then two guys so I could see possibly if you look at a three years eligibility, maybe adding another guy there if it's possible, or maybe even waiting till next year. See a grad transfer with two years eligibility left because you got Cam Butler back and Chico Bennett and Ben Smiley. You have the option to possibly wait until next year where there's a grad transfer edge rusher coming in. So it's all about planning. Um, but again, numbers always work out. I always tell people numbers always work out. So again, this is what you're looking at is when you look at the transfer um, portal and all that. So again, when you look at what's going to happen next is that's where I would go. So I would look at possibly adding one more tight end. You're going to, you're going to see what happens between um, Harrison green at wide receiver. And then obviously at quarterback is your other option as well. So, and I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if we see some new offers also in high school ranks too, when it comes to January too, because that's the other contact period. Not only are they going to look at the portal, but they're also going to be back on the road looking at high schools because you're always recruiting high schools. And as Virginia has shown, they're doing a good job in 2025 already. 
I feel like I've focused so much on 2024 that I just need to finish this podcast talking about 2025 since Virginia was able to steal three commitments for that class. Started off with a very talented wide receiver, Isaiah Robinson, just down the road on 64 East, picked up Robinson, a very talented playmaker, then sticked on the offense side of the ball and picked up not only a quarterback in Cole Gear, which is Tristan Ward's teammate, a current signee, well, no, almost signee for Virginia in uh, that you, that Connecticut prep school areas that I think Virginia could do some um, some good success there in, the, in, in transfers. But also they also picked an offensive line pledge go on terry heffernan when picked up john adair from tennessee he's a very talented guy he chose virginia over some big offers like virginia tech and i believe tennessee was talking to him so a lot of power five offers for john adair he really liked terry heffernan and terry heffernan has a lot of connections in that area so terry heffernan with two big wins i would say probably three wins but um but yeah so it's uh it's been a good couple weeks for virginia obviously still a lot of work to do um, never ends, never sleeps with recruiting. So those are kind of your big recruiting storylines. Um, it's already been 24 minutes into our podcast, and we just t- talked fully, solely on recruiting. Once the early signing day period kind of comes and goes, I will try to do a actual recap of the football season since I haven't been able to do it. Hopefully, everything. Hopefully, no one else gets sick. Um, and uh, hopefully, in the new year, we will be back at fully staffed to the podcast. Uh, department so that um, they can help me out whenever I need someone to edit this. Um, I will say there's probably a, there's one good podcast that I recorded an hour before uh, Tyler Neville gave me a call saying that he was committing to Virginia. And uh, during that podcast, I had talked about a lot about Tyler Neville and where he stood in his commitment. And he told me I'm going to be uh, committing tomorrow. And I was like, okay, so this podcast is still good. And then about 20 minutes after Neville um, told me he was gonna he was committing to the next day. He decided to commit that night. So that podcast will never see the light of day. It was a very good podcast. I thought you would enjoy it. Oh well. UVA picked up a commitment. It was a good commitment. So I'm gonna leave you um just like I started off the show with Drake Medkoff talking about why he chose Virginia. I'm gonna leave you with both Tyler Neville and Kendrick Smith and John Adair. Actually, I'll leave you with all three talking about why they chose Virginia. So here it is, and I will be hopefully back here by next week. And I want to wish you guys all a happy holidays. Um, And I hope you guys have a a great time with your family. So hopefully I'll be here next week for another podcast. And obviously you can find my work all the time at Wahoo's 24-7. So hope you guys have a good rest to your Monday. Well, you know, on on my visit, I I really kind of – I love the place. I I loved what Coach Elliott has going on. I think – I think this team's going to win games. I think they're doing a great job in terms of recruiting and especially in the portal with snagging key assets, like, you know, like a guy like Chris Tyree. Um, it's obviously, it's close to home. Uh, there's a great tight end situation for me to come into. Um, and I also get to play big time football. So I think when I came up to campus this past week, I fell in love with it. Um, just seeing the atmosphere and, even though it was pretty dead because of finals, I, that's seeing the, seeing the plan and seeing the plan from Coach Cox and Coach Rudd and what they have um, in store for next season and seeing the opportunity to play as a grad transfer, I think um, that's exciting. I'm, I'm excited to come and win the, win the trust of the teammates and win the trust of the coaches and, and, and make plays. 